Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the DRS Podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and today I'm here with my guest, Anna. Hi. She's, um, she was one of my first friends in my school, and she's in the tea reduction program in my school, and as well, does photography. That made no sense, but she does photography and is in the tea reduction program. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm actually, I mean, I'm interested in generally all visual arts. I love photography. I love film. I love... Um, also like art itself you know like drawing painting a lot i remember you drawing a lot in class in in ap world you would draw like the front of the class too yeah i would do that instead of um paying attention but i still pass the test so you know i hate ap i actually i honestly ap world was my favorite ap class because in ap psych i hated the teacher and then espinosa was so nice honestly yeah and even I drew in that class too, so. <laughs> I, I mean, I fell asleep in that class all the time, and I, I, I barely passed. I got a three on the AP World. Really? Yeah. So I was pretty, um, was pretty stoked about that ever since. The, but I, on the AP Psych test, I didn't do good either, surprisingly. I thought I did look amazing in like flying colors, but it's oh, whatever. Gosh. So our, my, my first question. How does the transition from a predominant Spanish-speaking country to that of an English one feel? Since you were born in Mexico, and then you came here, you went from, I don't know where you were born in Mexico, like the city, if you want to say that, you could. I was born in uh, Mexico City, well, around Mexico City. It's called um, Naucalpan. Okay. And, yeah, just a little context. Um, I lived there for eight years, and I basically, you know, was raised, um, and I grew up there. And then my mom, uh, she got like a job transfer to Chicago. And honestly, at first, like, I mean, I was, what, eight years old, you know? Yeah. So it was honestly a little hard. Um, I didn't really know what was going on, to be honest. Like, I remember that um, when she told me, I imagined, like, oh, because she said it's a suburb, right? Because um, we moved to, like, a suburb by Chicago. It's not actually Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, like how Doral is from Miami or whatever yeah well yeah so I was like oh a suburb so I imagined kind of like a little play town you know I was like oh so there's like one street and like restaurants and you know like it was super like fictional in my head I and, mean sorry what no you can go keep going no that um she originally she told us that we were gonna be there for only like three years or something just to like you know learn English or whatever and like we we're gonna go back so when I told my friends I was like oh yeah like I'll be back you know like I'll be back by third grade I think because I was in first grade then. so I was like oh yeah don't worry like I'll be back I'll be back and so I had to like try super hard in English class or whatever and you know all my teachers like kind of put a little bit more pressure on me um to like learn more English because the school I used to go to like they taught English too um So yeah, like I was just kind of like really nervous, but at the same time, I had no idea. And ironically enough, um, I had visited Chicago too, like, I don't know, like a month maybe before that. And I asked my mom, or sorry, a month, a year before that. And I was like, oh, mom, when are we going to go back? And then she told me like, oh yeah, we're moving there. I was like, no, 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 I meant meant visiting, not like moving, you know? Do you you miss Mexico at all? Like, would you rather be there right now or would you rather be... Okay, so... It, that's a hard question because you, you've been to three places and you did to both. So you've been to Chicago, Mexico City, and then now Miami. Which you like the most? Um, that's honestly a little hard question because I think that all of them were like very important places in my life. And I think that, like for example, if I were to go back to Mexico right now, um, it wouldn't be the same because a lot of people are just into different things than I am. Like, and you've grown too, because yeah, it's because exactly. you can have the same. You're not gonna have the same interests as people over there in a way, because as I I mean, like you know, they because in Mexico they're into other things here. Because I think we're very different countries. Because you know, we're really English speaking. Because we were really influenced by you know British. And even though we're kind of like a hot pot of a country now. Because through, through immigration, you know, like Irish and then later on and other countries came in. We're more of a hop but we still have tradition. And then Mexico has their different tradition. tradition. So, like, it's kind of different, you know what I mean? And, like, it's the same thing with Chicago, too, compared to here. Because Chicago has multiple, really multiple, like, like, countries. People from other countries, from, like, Russia, 
Turkey. Here, it's really just Spanish-speaking countries that are already here. Yeah, and honestly, like, the thing is, um, as I was saying, like, it's super different, like, the interests and all that. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I love Mexico. It's my home, and I love the food there. It's amazing. And my family, and I still have a lot of friends there and all that. But definitely, I feel like if I were to move back there, like, now, it would, um, I would kind of stand out just because I've lived, I've experienced different things in them. Um, and same thing as Chicago. Like, honestly, like, yeah, like you were saying, like, there's a lot more Europeans over there. And a lot of my friends were Polish or Bulgarian or Russian or et cetera, you know, like Asian too, like a lot of um, like from India, from China, from Japan, et cetera, you know, and here it's like Colombia, Venezuela, um, Argentina, you know, so that was kind of a cultural shock. Like it was backwards because I feel like if I had moved here first, it would have been a little easier to, you know, like get used to the Spanish and all that. Yeah, because here we speak, a lot of people speak spanish as their first language and then then they transition into english as their second yeah but at the same time i feel like honestly like kind of taking it like at once helped me a lot to learn english because if not i would have probably just like spoke spanish and you know kind of stayed in a comfortable place um so i think like everything just kind of you know happened how it was supposed to but i definitely miss um mexico and i miss chicago and I miss, you know, my friends and my family because I have family in both of them and I don't have family here. So mm-hmm. that's kind of, you know, one thing that... Comes and up. sorry to interrupt you. I would assume that um the reason you moved out here was because of your mom's job again or was it like your dad? No, yeah, it was my mom's job again. She got another job in another company um, and obviously it was a lot better and, you know, so I was happy for her. Um, yeah, I mean, because you really can't control things like that. Like for me, for example, I could any day, like my mom really wants not to be here. So she wants if she wants to like go somewhere else, I can't I can't stop her, and I'm gonna accept anything that she wants to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna hold her back, and like she could have her dream, you know what I mean? I guess you could say I'm not. You know, if she wants to leave Miami, then I can't stop it. I'm not old enough. I don't have independence yet, you know. So I can't I can't stop it. But yeah. it's you know you just have to go with the flow, and then it's that's a part of life too, because you're not usually I'm not gonna be in the same city all your life i mean it 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 happens but you know sometimes you go to a different college out of state or you know upstate yeah and i think definitely moving so much helped me to like not go through that the first time in college not to hold like bonds like that you know what i mean like close bonds a really really hard thing for people who have lived in one place all their life is like moving the first like for the first time when they're like i don't know like 20 you know because it hurts yeah, of course. And like, you're not used to it. You don't know what to expect. But in a way, like having moved already so much, it kind of, you know, helps to know like what's going to happen or how you're going to feel and knowing that it's going to be okay, you know, because like both in Chicago, it took me probably like three years to like genuinely get used to it and like actually like the place. Um, I think until like fifth grade, I was like, okay, I'm happy here. And then when I moved here again, like when I was finally happy, you know, had a like stable group of friends or whatever. And they're like, oh, no, you're like, we're moving to Miami. And I was like, oh, <laughs> um, so like the first year here, I remember it was really, really hard. And because of friends, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like mostly because of friends. And because I was like, bro, like I already got used to one place and you're telling me to like get used to it. You were again. you were an eighth grader when you came here or you were a freshman, too? No, I was an eighth grader. And so, I think that's. Oh, why it was hard because it's like you know in eighth grade everybody has like their friends that's kind of how whoa i had my mic that's kind of how how i felt when i came in freshman year mm-hmm. i think i've done a pretty good job of making friends and adapting yeah. to certain <laughs> certain groups yeah but like i have you know I, i've never moved countries like you which is a completely different thing but mm-hmm. i've i've gone a couple of tiers down below you and i moved into multiple schools like i was in private school for all elementary and then in middle school i went to a charter school Mm-hmm. And then I went to a different charter school, which was where I am now for high school. So in all three like forms of school, I've been to a different school. And so I've had to leave, you know, in the elementary, I left childhood friends behind, which I'm still in touch today. Thank God, you know, they're all my, like, I love them a lot. Yeah. And, you know, I still talk to them. I still meet with them all the time. Not, I can't say the same for middle school because I have not really spoken to any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried to, but it's just like, you know, it kind of opens your mind of how, you know, not everybody, like, when you leave, I guess you could say, they're not going to, like, remember you in a way, or they're not going to, like, really care. 
and like the thing is like obviously you know they remember who you are but like the world doesn't stop when you yeah and i think that's something that i kind of had to learn the hard way because not gonna lie like when i left i was like okay yeah but like even if i don't make friends in miami like you still have these friends over like it's and it's easier for me and it's harder for you because it's you know costs like five hundred dollars from i guess you could say from miami to mexico or like six hundred dollars from chicago to here so you know and it's like you know i think the worst part of the whole thing even like besides moving and besides getting used to or whatever it's the fact that like how fast you can outgrow people that you grew up with you know yeah you're both in different places now and you obviously care for them but like it's scary yeah how how, a lot how, of them- how fast we can adapt in in a culture and in, in a, a school too and like i didn't really think i mean it took me a while it took me a couple months to find my group like, and i'm still looking for like you know other groups in a way yeah. which you know by now i should be stopping because i'm already a junior and there's nothing we're already in locked groups i guess you could say you know it's kind of like how when you came in through to eighth grade here in eighth grade um it's kind of locked groups already because there's not a lot of new kids coming in i mean it's a big school but there's not a lot of new kids coming in compared to how in freshman year a lot of kids from like, like renaissance and, all, and other places came into uh, drow right so. but then again like at the same time you know even though right now we have like our high school groups or whatever like, it's gonna it's gonna dissipate yeah like the same thing that happens as if you moved you know it's gonna happen when you go to college and it's gonna happen when you leave college and you know it's just normal like you you outgrow people that you thought you were gonna talk to forever and that's fine like that's okay and you can still care for them from a distance and all that but i think like it's just really hard learning how to do that and learning when not to put in the effort you know when other people aren't um i think at least for me that was the hardest because like i tried to keep so many friendships and so many like people in my life who maybe like they just kind of moved on you know and like that's okay too it's just hard to like say okay i'll let that go you know it's a part of life yo and and it sucks but Mm -hmm. we have to keep moving forward because we can't just stay in the past we know the past is yesterday and today's today and tomorrow is unprecedented you know you never know what could happen tomorrow exactly so that's how the mindset you have to have yeah, and like that's helped that like I said, sorry, that's helped me a lot um as a person to grow and you know, like I love talking to people and that's also like I'll get into that in a bit, but like why I love art so much, you know, because it's like it can you can express yourself and like you can demonstrate other people's stories as well. Because things things like art and you know what you do in general, because even though you're not that big yet mm-hmm. and you're I definitely gonna be big because you have the mindset to be. You know, photography, you're welcome for photography and art. You know, that's a universal language. You know, anybody can see a picture from, I could see a picture from uh, Israel and I can understand what's going on. And a person from Russia who does not speak my language at all and can have a different, somewhat different mindset than me, could understand that picture too because there's one picture with one story, you know? Yeah, exactly. And like through videos, through pictures, through like, drawings or whatever like you can communicate a story and I think that's also why like I said I love it so much because it's like I've met so so many people during my life and each one of them has like taught me at least one thing you know so it's just kind of cool to like be able to mix that and be able to put myself in other perspectives that I wouldn't be able to if I hadn't like you know experienced different cultures and um you know seen all of that and then like implement that into my own art you know kind of like know how people think besides just what's around me you know i think that's the that's the biggest positive also from social media is that through things like you know pictures and stuff it really shows what people are doing and it brings people you know from other places together and that's why you're still connected with people from mexico and and chicago social media brings you together so it kind of shows how big social media is and how it kind of like like hold us in a grip like we can't really get out of it because if we do we're not really intact with the world anymore you're like living under a rock yeah i mean it's it's crazy like it's amazing and it's really scary at the same time but like like you said it's kind of reassuring to just kind of see how they're doing you know like even if i haven't talked to them in like years like it's just you know seeing that they're happy or that they're okay or whatever it's like okay like you know you deserve it like i may not know you like who you are anymore today but it's just kind of cool like seeing their lives but at the same time it's like like you said like if you're not in it 
then you're lost and that's kind of really scary because it's like being so dependent on one thing but yeah um being from a from this is my second question being from another country when you come into um, like the u.s how did it look like like was it like kind of like the same thing or like in your head you perceive it as like a different thing you know what i mean like you said something different to where you lived um well i mean as an eight-year-old i think you're like you're oblivious but at the same time you see things more real than adults because there's no bias and there's no like filters you know so when I got here, I think, I mean, personally for me, the hardest thing was like the language, of course, but culturally, it is very different. Um, it's more, at least in Chicago, just because like here, it's a little bit more similar because it's like Latino America and you know, like, it's more um, like the cultures are, sim- are more similar in Miami and in Mexico, obviously. But if we're talking about like Mexico and Chicago, which is like literal you like united states yeah miami, different united states miami is its own country in a way yeah um like in that sense i think that like the biggest difference for me is that everyone's just kind of really separated you know like everyone's like distant from each other and like they're like i don't know how to explain it but like they're just really cold and dry and like you know like you don't know who your neighbor is and you like if you go in an elevator or whatever you're not gonna say good morning whereas in mexico like you kind of like whoever you pass by you're like oh good morning or like good night or you know good evening or whatever like, but i think you know, i mean cool. chicago is like a city you know what i mean you know like not everybody's gonna know each other and like in, in mexico city i feel like i mean I've, I've never been there so this is just me speaking shit but like <laughs> like you kind of work together in a community you know what i mean there's i mean there it mexico city is a city you know there's there's skyscrapers and stuff but like outside of it you're way more connected with each other like i mean mexico city is actually really really like big but it's the biggest city in mexico right yeah and it's actually like it has a lot of people and the traffic gets really bad but anyway um like in chicago it i lived in a suburb in chicago and in mexico i lived kind of like in a suburb too so i'm just saying those because you like you're probably not going to recognize the name of either place (laughs) Um, but like for example, Chicago. I lived in Schaumburg. Um, yeah, I know that because you told me multiple times. Yeah, which is like forty minutes from there, maybe. And then in Mexico City, I lived in um, Atizapan or like Satellite. So that's like, I don't know, probably like it same like forty minutes from the actual city. Mm-hmm. Um, and like in Miami, you know, like Doral is like thirty minutes ish from Miami, Miami. So it's like you know, like it's kind of like a little bit outside, but it's just the culture itself like it's just kind of the society that exists it's just I don't know I feel like everyone's just more connected like generally and more family oriented definitely like in the United States it's just more common to see like a lot of complicated family dynamics I think that's the best way to word it (laughs) And, um, and in Mexico it's just like it's more united that's basically it. Like, yeah, I know what you're trying to say. So like in Mexico, people, you know, other families, they call each other family in a way. And it's the same thing here too. But in like other, like in America here, like you're trying to say that like the families are like really by themselves. It's like, it's a more of a, it's like the circle smaller than how it is in like, an yeah, Hispanic like, country. Cause like, like, every, like here, like I call like one of my friends, my brother, you know what I mean? Cause that's how like, how I see them. I, I've, I had known a friend named Louis for, since, Pre K four and that's like you know four or five years old. Yeah, same, same. I, so I like, have, yeah, who have known since I was like. So two. I've known this guy for eleven years basically, and he like, on he's like my brother, dude. I I love that guy. You know, we I've known him for the majority of my life, and he's known me for the majority of his life. So like you know, and other people too that I can say that too that are like my brother. So I think you know we kind of expand it. You know, everybody's different, of course, but. I know what you mean. That like in Mexico, like I was saying earlier, how like your neighbor is like your family. You can have like a, like a no show bueno with them. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, exactly. And like um, it's just, I don't know, it's just more warm, I guess. Yeah, I mean, in Chicago is frigid winters, and then in Mexico is <laughs> next to the equator. Yeah. Um. Do your parent? Do you sp- speak to your? Oh my god, I have a brain fart. Do you speak to your parents in Spanish or English? Uh, Spanish always. I speak to my sister in Spanish and my parents in Spanish. Um, 
So I think that's honestly something that has helped me a lot to not lose. To keep the, you know, your bilingualness, I guess you could say. And one thing that I'm trying to do more is also read in Spanish because I love reading. But um, I just, I really want to keep the language. And like, it's just really like for me seeing people here that, you know, have it, but don't like um, exploit it as much as they can. Like, it just kind of like, I I wish people would see the importance of it because it's honestly something that can get you places, you know, and not even just that, but like the the language itself is beautiful and there's so many words to like express yourself. Like it's really different from English. Um, And I just feel like, I don't know, like the more languages, you know, like I'm also learning French on Duolingo, (laughs) which Mm. like, I mean, you know, it's getting there, but I don't know. Yeah. Like I think, speaking it with my parents and also with like friends from Mexico that I talk to often and all that kind of helps me to keep the culture as well um and also so like when I go because I go to Mexico every year in the summer yeah so when I go I'm not like super outcast you know kind of like I just feel like at least I can have a little part of um of that here even if I'm not necessarily like in the place you know for for me I'm not, I don't speak the language. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I, to me, I feel like, I don't feel like a disgrace, but I feel like I should know my history. You know what I mean? That I should, you know, like keep it intact so that for when I have my kids, they, they know about the language I spoke. Cause I'm already, I'm already basically a second generation American. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, cause my dad was also born in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't really know my language. I mean, I know certain words and I know certain phrases, but like, if I was born in Cuba, I mm-hmm. I would know Spanish. So you know, I should know the language. So yeah. that's one of the things I want to get into because like you know, it's your history and you should keep it going because you know that it's really hard because history is super important. You know, you have to know your history. Like, I, I want to know. My, I want my kids to know about my mom, my dad. My grandparents, my great grandparents, so you know, so that they can be remembered, and that, so that when I'm gone, they know. So, I and that's how I want it to be, you know, so they can remember me. And also, how you were saying that Spanish is super important, it's insanely important down here, and then especially down here, but in other places, it's super important because you can go to Spain for a job and you're speaking Spanish, or Argentina, or any country that's below Florida, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. So, definitely. And I think, like, honestly, the like a lot of the time it's not necessarily like the kids fault that they don't speak spanish you know like it's usually because we're born in, in a predominant speaking english country yeah but also like i feel like i mean maybe it's different you know for everyone but i feel like also as parents like when we grow up we should make the effort to teach that to our kids yeah our like culture a, you know it's their culture and everything but i feel like a lot of people's parents just kind of want them to get more used to the United States because it was harder for them so then they kind of forget to teach them like people Spanish you know and it happens you know like and as you said like maybe you don't know as much but like you're interested in it and you've like you know you want to learn and all that and I don't think it's too late honestly I think you should definitely get into it but it's hard yeah it's hard by now it's a hard language dude and it's a really it's a language that really flows together also, it's a it's a cursive in a way. It's like I mean, I learned Italian. I, I regret taking Italian class in middle school because <laughs> I all I know is like pompo and like I mean that's cool. Like a curse word. So like, I think that you could do it if you wanna, you know. Also, it's funny because it's Hispanic Heritage Month, um, October. So you know. really, I didn't know that. Yeah, Actually, I I mean, I used to love Hispanic Heritage Month and like in elementary because we would like, you know, go to each little country and then like you know have, like get little things. And I feel like it's part of your identity too, you know, but I was saying like something that you can do to like maybe improve it is um, watch shows in Spanish with English subtitles. So then whenever you like hear a word, you like associate it and it's not something that's boring, you know, it's not something that's hard and it's like actually interesting. Like there's a lot of shows out there. And you watch um, Papa, what is it? Papa de la, it's Money Heist. I don't know how to say it in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, La Casa de Papel. La Casa de Papel. I was saying Papa de Papa. <laughs> yeah um so it's like yeah like there's a lot of shows basically that you know are really interesting and that you can learn from and you don't necessarily have to know the language to you know like to watch it just put subtitles and i think that can help you a lot um 
But yeah, I that's do... what I that's what I was told. Sorry, then yeah. that's what I was told. Like in elementary to what like play video games because I was I was a fucking nerd. Yeah, I, like, not, I, like, I I still play video games, but like like if I was playing Pokemon, like to have it in Spanish, even though I'm not gonna understand it, I can understand what they're trying to tell me, you know. So I can understand you know the words they're trying to tell me. So yeah. when I get an option playing yes or no, I want to know C is yes and then no is no. <laughs> so yeah, like I just think it's a really important part of. Um... And I think. Uh, learning any Latin language is helpful for any learning because like it's kind of like how code is because um, like you know each code language once you learn the first uh, like so like I'm gonna speak gibberish here like Python you know once you learn Python you're gonna learn like you can learn really any other language like um, JavaScript or like C C plus right. and so like if you learn Italian some of the words in Italian are extremely similar to ones in Spanish and yeah, other Latin French, languages. French, French, Latin, English. Um, is French Latin? Yeah. Um, I mean, it should be because it's a European. Yeah, and Portuguese too. Like, there's, and honestly, it connects you to people. You know, like I think Portuguese know, is, is the most similar to Spanish. I'm yeah. Not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, like you can from Spanish, you can connect to people too. You know, like if you go a little bit up north and you find someone who speaks Spanish or like who is also Latino. It's not even like you don't even have to like be friends. You just already like have each other's back, you know. So that's kind of cool, um, because like definitely in Chicago, like they would be like, like I would stand out because I spoke Spanish, but it was kind of cool because like yeah, but everybody else there, like if you like you're coming from an immigrant family, like, you had Polish friends, they're gonna speak. Uh, I think it's I'm not sure what people from Poland speak, but I would assume it's like <laughs> Polish or like Russian, because since Polish. yeah, since the USSR. Exactly. You know, I actually learned Polish too a little bit, so. Can you say a word? Um, Javako means apple. I I don't think I pronounced it right, but. Jaco. Javako. Javako. Yeah. So I learned like... an Italian. I learned Varfan Kuro, which I think it's fuck you. That's what it means. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, pretty big language, I know. Kurva means uh fuck you in Polish too. So there you go. I mean, we're learning. This is a this is a language <laughs> class now. I'm, I'm tech teaching a master class. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Why do you like what you do? Like, you know, photography. Like, I know you raised it earlier, and, but I want you to go a little bit more in depth. I'm, I'm my bad. It's okay. Um, no, I mean, honestly, like, one of the biggest things also besides, you know, like, telling stories and being able to, like, express yourself and all that, um, it's also, the, like, sorry, I keep going back to this, but, like, the people that you meet and, like, the environment that you're in, like, for example... A little like quick promo. I'm doing a short film, um, and we're filming this Sunday. And just from that, like, I met a lot of cool people, and I'm working with like really, really cool people too. And it's just kind of like that connection that you have, just because like your minds are like, you know, like they're different. Like artists' minds, I feel like they just think so. Because like, they're they're thinking a creative way and and more complex details. They see everything in a different way. Yeah, and like even like. I mean, there's different types of art, you know, from writing, from, um, like, poetry and uh, visual art and, like, court, like, singing or whatever. And, you know, like, uh, theater, like, anything like that, you know, like, everything is truly art. And I feel like the more that um, you express yourself and all that, like, the more that you get to know yourself, too. And the more that you open your mind up to, like, how other people think. So, I don't know. It's just really cool to, like be able to also make up stories and make them come to life like for film you know or um I don't know with like pictures and photography like being able to show people what only your eye can see you know because like if I don't know like if I'm walking down the street and I see something that you may not see and then I take a picture of it I'm like look like it was right in front of you but you know it's kind of like but you're oblivious to it yeah like learning to like observe to see the world in a different way yeah and like observe everything you know observe people observe things nature like the water patterns um lighting because like there's so much or there's so many things in this world you know that like if you zoom in a little bit it's really really cool but like usually you just kind of leave it unperceived so i feel like that's really cool about photography and film and drawing and all that that you just kind of can like highlight a little bit of the world and like show it to people um especially something that's important to you you know like 
if you want to speak out against something or if you want to say something about yourself or whatever, but you just don't have the words to, then you can always just show it, you know? You could take a you could take a picture and catch multiple words with it. Yeah, or like even if it's just like a an idea in your brain, like you start like making, I don't know, um like a, a drawing or you wanna make a film and you do a storyboard, you can show people like what's inside your head. And that's yeah. something that like a lot of people And they may correlate like their thoughts into with your thoughts and that makes you uh, way closer. That's what that's what brains, you know. And that's how artists like get their like following. You know, if you have you picture something, okay, mm-hmm. and like you write, you paint it, you write it or anything, and someone else likes that, or they have the same thoughts, they're like, wow, you know, I'm gonna continue following this person because, damn, we have the same things. You know, like he can maybe help me out, or he or she can help me out. So I think, like I said earlier, art has is a universal language. You know, yeah. some forms more than other, um, but. It's really good that through social media that we can express it more now. So yeah. I think, and that's one of the reasons why we're also connected now. I think you know before, I remember my mom telling me some like something like this before that like, you know, being on an island like Cuba, you really didn't see people from like, like from the Middle East or from Russia or I mean there, there's kind of but you, you understand what I mean like, like if you're in a small town, you're not mm-hmm. gonna really see a person from a different world, I mean a different a different country. But yeah. if you have a phone, you're going to see it. And you can see every human being in the world, kind of. I mean, not to, like the sense of these people, but, you know. No, yeah, um, for sure. And, like, I think just what you were saying about, like, when people look at your art, it's kind of, like, that connection. Like, obviously, um, as an artist, like, you need to do the work for yourself. But also, like, you need to understand how other people's minds work. So, like, what they want to see um and like what like psychologically and whatever like captures your eye and then implement that into like your work and then make it aesthetically pleasing you know like I think that's one of like the biggest things like you can have an amazing idea but just not know how to execute it and I think that happens to a lot of people um but it's just kind of learning like how to combine your thoughts and kind of translate it as you said like in a language to how other people perceive things you know um do you, do you so see yourself doing this in the future i definitely do um i was actually thinking about this like this week because i honestly don't know where i want to do this but i just know that i want art in my life and like i know it's a little controversial obviously because you know people say like oh you're not gonna make as much money and all that it's hard to find like your purpose and like you know like you said right now like i wouldn't do anything else like i'd rather just not do anything you know like stem is not my thing personally i think it's really cool the people that do it like i risk my respects you know but i'm just more of like a humanities type of person and i just like i think you can tell like i love talking to people and i love learning about people yeah you're already you're a social butterfly <laughs> yeah um but really at the same time, like you know like when i want to be but um but yeah like i just i really like the humanity side and like knowing why people do the things they do how they do them or like how their backgrounds influence so like i've always loved psychology and i actually wanted to study it for a bit but um, then I wanted to study, like, I don't know, like, you know, I've I've wanted, because I like so many things that I'm just kind of like, you know, but the one thing that's always there is uh, art. Yeah. Um. So I think that's genuinely, like, the most constant thing in my life, because, like, I've always moved and I've always, like, like lived uh, different places and everything's always changing, you know, but, like. But that one thing kept staying with you and I was by your side. That's kind of really, really constant in my life. Even my grandpa was an artist and, you know, so it's like, I think it's just a really cool connection that I have between all those places and myself. And yeah, I definitely see myself doing this. Um, I'm not sure. I was thinking film maybe because it kind of, it gives you photography and film rather than if I study photography, it's just photography, you know? So it's kind of like you get to learn about so many things and you can use it for a lot of things too, you know, like you can do promo videos, you can, um, do like uh for like stuff for youtubers you can do uh stuff for like small businesses you can do like music videos you can you know like you can do literally anything with video 
and especially now like we were talking about that social media is such a big thing um more and more people are like interested in you know having their picture taken or making videos for them and stuff and like we're gonna need people to do that um so i think that definitely this is one thing that's not gonna go away you know um so i think it's more stable than like a lot of other jobs that people think are um you know like concrete yeah um, no, i get you um it's an idea that's not really like people are not really used to right now but I think in the future, definitely, there's going to be a lot more artists because people are, like, independentizing and, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. I just think that art is, like, definitely something that I want to keep in my life. I don't know where I'm going to do it, but I just know that I want to do that. <laughs> it's the same thing with me, in a way. I mean, I definitely want to find something. Like, like I want to go to college for, like, business or something. But at least for me, I've always saw myself with social media because ever since I was a little kid, I, I, I've always liked like you know technology and i've always like you know because i was always on like a ds or my mom's blackberry playing like the little brick game <laughs> with the ball yeah so like i've always been fascinated with how you know such a small thing could be like man and for me i don't really like computer engineering but i want to get into it just in case you know because mm-hmm. it's a really good job place to get into but i i love making videos and you know that's what i love and that's why but that's why in my last episode I said that I, that the whole podcasting was really just a passion project for me, like I, because I've always wanted to do something like a podcast, and like if you go into my old channels, which no one will, will find ever, <laughs> I have like banners of like you know of Alex the Armist podcast or you know, so I've always been really into this, and I've always I mean I've had multiple YouTube channels spanning since like twenty sixteen. I've had, they've all been gaming, but, like, for me, like, I don't really see myself gaming. I mean, I love video games, and they're a really big part of my life, but I, they get really saturated for me. Unless I went pro, which was one thing I wanted to be for a while, I don't really see myself doing it, because, I, I don't know, I, it's it's fun for a bit, and but then you feel like you're just wasting your life on, on a video game, and there's so much more to this world that you could be wasting time on, but on a video game where... Unless you're a God-given talent, then just don't like play it for competitively. Just play it for fun. But yeah, the whole I, the whole podcast thing, I I love it, and like I want even though this is a, my only fourth episode, I love doing it. So I want to continue on, and you know. I keep. honestly think that's a really cool idea, and I really do see see you doing that as well. Like you have um a really good like voice and a talent for like you know getting the story out of people, and I think that's a really cool thing. And like even for yourself, like you can learn a lot about it and. Like I think that you're really going places. I'm really happy for you. Um, thank you. And I and like I said earlier, I I see you and a lot of my friends. Like I see going up places because you know, for me, I want the best for everybody. I want people you know treat them how I would like to be treated, mm-hmm. even though I could be an asshole at times. But like, it's you know like how I see my other friends. I'm like one of my friends wants to do plastic surgery. I'm like, okay, dude, but you gotta be into it. Or yeah. one of my friends has he wants to do football then you have to start now because it's too late in a way because you're already 16 and people are already getting college scholarships for fucking d1 schools so you know it's hard and you know i want my friends to go be successful because you know it's kind of hard to see someone that you care for and love in a way like drop down to rock bottom and that's the last thing i want to see someone do because i mean i would do 100 percent if it was my brother or my sister or a really good friend of mine i would do I'll help them, of course. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's just hard. And thank you again for the whole podcast. I mean, my voice right now is not the, it's not the best. But um, <laughs> I, I really want to continue with this. Um, You're like the first. I And I was hyping you up this whole week, too. Because I was like, in my head, I was like, this is like my first big guest. Because like the first couple, like the first episode, I like two. And the second episode, I like two. But I, I didn't get a story out. And right. that's what I really want. I wanna, I want people to understand the story, and plus, also, I wanted you on this so you can, you know, tell your story and then you can promote your platform because your platform is amazing. The Thank videos you created for Doral TV or whatever it's called, Doral Fiber TV, um, <laughs> your Instagram account—they've all been really good. So that's why I'm trying to, you know, look at the whole TV production thing. I'm just, yeah, I was like, just gonna drop my username real quick. <laughs> um, it's anesthetic on Instagram, so yeah, just. Check it out. It's Anna, um, by the way. It's Anna's that, like, you know, she has to go, like, you know, it has to be, like, 
Yeah. An aesthetic, but it's an aesthetic. Yeah, I don't remember, y'all. Um, but yeah, like definitely. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, and like as you were saying, like the whole point of this is to kind of leave a mark on the world. You know, like do something for other people or like you know. Like, and I think that me and you both are like trying to do the same like, thing, trying our best to do that. You know. Yeah. Um. So I think that's really cool. And like, in a way, like even the podcast, it's in itself art, you know, because like you're telling people stories. Because you're telling the story of people and, and like that in reality, you know, a short story is art, you know, it's a book, you know, I guess you could say yeah. this is like an audio book. Yeah, exactly. But like, like I was trying to like, I want, because I, I like your story and that's the reason I wanted you here. And plus you're a part of the whole heat reduction thing. And yeah, I don't really you. have a lot of friends that are part of it. I have you and another person. Yeah. I, I probably know more people, but I just didn't really ask them. No, yeah, I'm honored to be the first guest, honestly. Like, I think this is a really cool project. And, like, the fact that, you know, you thought of me to be part of it, it's really, really cool. So, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, I know. I mean, you're definitely, like, the, the, the first person I really thought of was you. And then and then from there, I, I'm trying to find other people, which is hard. But I know when this goes up, like, I'm going to promote the shit out of it. I'm going to put it on my Snapchat, Instagram, my my new Instagram, The Armist Podcast, and, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, and the yeah. whole thing. So you out too you know like artists support artists and like that's the one thing like, you. you know i always say like i think that um yeah like artists should just support other artists and like help them out a lot so yeah definitely like, yeah because we're, we're all a community you know what i mean you know and like that's how youtube should be i mean there's a lot of drama on youtube but in youtube we should all be a community and you know find you know help each other out through you know the same thing in the end it's just different ways because a lot of a lot of us do the same thing like okay like on youtube a lot of people are, are you know the whole video game scene which is really big now since now there's esports which is becoming rising popularity um through esports just youtube channels and those youtube channels could be playing you know certain games that are, are in those esports besides minecraft mm -hmm. so like um those games become popular and they become popular but there's people below them and there's honestly you know i do see it that there's some people that are below them so like you can have a big YouTuber and there's someone below them. That person below puts so much effort into what they do because they genuinely enjoy it. But the people on top, sometimes they just don't find it fun anymore. And they don't find the same thing. But yet they're still getting all these all this money. I mean, you know, they worked hard too. You had to give them credit for that. Yeah, totally. But like, you know, we should, you know, share, you know, so like you, you're not, okay, they're not, they're not going to get, if, if, oh my God, if you have a 10 million subscriber channel, and then someone below you has a million, you're not gonna get 10 million subscribers. You're not gonna go from 10, from one to 11. You're gonna get some. So, like, there's a YouTuber named PewDiePie. He's like the biggest, in the, um, the biggest <laughs> individual YouTuber because now there's business, like uh, T Series, uh, what's that thing called? Vivo. So, those are really big channels, but it's, it's a, what's it called? A company. And he's the biggest individual YouTuber with 100 million people who actually subscribe to him. And they're all, the majority are real because things get, uh, people have multiple accounts and stuff, but like he did this thing with the, the whole shout out thing, and it's helped a lot of YouTubers get big, and they do the same thing. And I think that's really good. That's how YouTube should be because we're all a community, and some of us do the same thing. And yeah. the whole and the same thing, like you said, the art. So. Yeah, and like we all want to get to the same point, you know. And I think like you mentioned, like one of the biggest things is just always like doing it with a purpose and not just doing it, you know, just because um because if not then you know like what's the point like you're just you know passing your life and like doing things for no reason so i think you should always like whatever you should always you find a purpose yeah and like check up on yourself you know like are you doing something that you like and that makes you happy and like that may sound cheesy and like repetitive because like you know they tell you that all your life but like you never really get what it means until you do find that one thing until you have like the pursuit of happiness you know and that whole thing going on and that's what every human goes through the pursuit so like I it's just know. kind of like getting there i think is just a really hard thing and obviously at our age like you know we're trying to figure everything out and like we're babies like you know like honestly yeah um, and we're 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 young for a long time i consider like old when you're literally like 100 years old yeah i think even, anybody um, at any age can do something you know yeah and even at 100 years old like you have a lot to learn still you know like even if you have like i don't think anyone has learned everything that there is to learn in the world so it's like yeah. there's always more. this is not the giver yeah 
there's always like more to learn and there's always more to you know see and more people to meet so I think that like you know you should just kind of keep that in check and yeah like I think even like your age doesn't really matter but the more experience you have and the more people you meet and you know all that like I think really affect you and like change you as a person because there's some people like you could be they're successful successful than you so there's like this eight-year-old that's a toy viewer he has like he's a multi-millionaire basically because you're young doesn't mean that you're ignorant but then you know you you could also be younger but and more somewhat more mature than someone that's older than you so no matter what your age is you know and the whole thing with old dog can't like learn a new trick i think it's different for humans because you know my grandfather he's like he's like in this room now with the radio and he's always learning something about you know the whole radio like radio genre i guess you could say that he's always learning about new radios always come out and he goes into them and looks at them i hope and then he then he buys it and then so you know as humans we like how we this goes ties back to what we were talking about earlier that we always adapt no matter what the circumstance is no matter what environment we're living in and we we always want to learn new things because that's how we have to live and survive that's how yeah and like you know like that's how it is like that's how our ancestors live too they 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 you know Look, going into like Florida, it used to be swamp, and they adapted, you know, and then now it's just flat lands. But it is what it is. It is what it is, yo. Um, who's your favorite musician right now? Because I can't really say artist, because then I think like Pablo Picasso. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, oof, that's a really um, tough question. Just because, um, like I don't know if you've seen my Spotify, but I have. Like, you have multiple play. You have a hundred and fifty playlists right now. I think. <laughs> Yeah, literally and i have like a i think like almost multiple 9, genre playlists multiple like single artist playlists like and i have like nine thousand songs and like for my whole like spotify it's like nine thousand ten thousand songs um so yeah like i love music and that's another really big part of me i used to play violin too um i played sax really that's cool but yeah like my favorite musician i would probably say j cole Mac Miller. Um, I mean, the thing is, depends. Like, if which Mac? Wait, 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 which Mac Miller? Because are we talking about old Mac Miller, or are we talking about like, like new Mac Miller? And by like new Mac, like old Mac Miller is good AM down, and then new Mac Miller is divine feminine up. Both. <laughs> um, honestly, both because I, I mean, not gonna lie, I started off new Mac Miller, but like the more I got to know him, is like the like as a musician the more I you know liked him like even when I got to the old ass albums you know like that's what I think got my attention the most um because obviously like he has really different styles in all his albums but um he's the same person you know like all Mm -hmm. his lyrics you can tell like it's him you know like it's not someone else and like I I always say this like the the two people well if you were alive um the two people that I trust the most to not change because of radio or because of mainstream music or because of people would be like J. Cole and Mac just because like they are them you know like I don't think that they would especially like obviously Mac like you know he was still true to the whole you know high music I guess because the whole like you know yeah his first like EP was basically you know him about being high and he's still going on with that, you know, the whole thing. I mean, later on, it got more depressing in a way. Because yeah. I think, you know, towards the end of his life, he was probably, you know, sad and stuff. Because the whole Ariana Grande thing. Yeah, but, like, of course. But when you see I... J. Cole, like, J. Cole has been, he's been saying the same thing for, since the beginning of his career. So. Yeah, and, like, even, like, you know, he's the father of, like, the new rappers. And he's the son of the old rappers. So he's, like, you know, like, middle child. in between. And then that's where middle child comes in. Because, like. Yeah. Exactly. So he like, he showed new rap, and then he also listened to you know Tupac and, and Biggie Smalls, and and I think it's a really cool thing that like I don't know if you saw the video that he did with um what's his name uh I forgot I forgot his name but like it was like one of like the little rappers you know like oh yeah Lil Pump with the whole uh yeah, the yeah. the 1985 the... yeah yeah exactly you know the interview that he did with him. Yeah, he was literally telling Lil Pump that what will happen, and guess what happened? That Lil man Pump. gave him therapy. Like, that, like, J. Cole, like, you know, like, he's amazing. Like, even from there, like, just, 
you know him trying to make conversation and like how we're doing right now you know kind of like talking about life or whatever like you could tell the type of person that he is and like no like no offense like i'm not you know nothing. this little pump yeah like you know his music may be something else but like him as a person like you can tell the difference between j cole and him because because hey, hey, when you listen to 1985 it's he's hey, this is the same thing i'm to say that you're just you're just catching the wave like J. Cole, he's he's on the ground, you know, he's going he's going one way, but and, like pump and all these other people are on a, on a like a bell curve, you know what I mean? They're yeah, gonna go up and down. Like he does what he likes and he's been doing it. And you know, like there I'm sure there's times where he might have like almost gotten caught up in like everyone else's, you know, because it's hard, like, you know. But even like the newest albums that he's released, like that's J. Cole. Like, you know, like even the lyrics, like he's always preaching what he does and he never like that's literally the one artist because you know a lot of artists just kind of changed to sell music like it becomes like for example i'm gonna throw out some names who i, I genuinely really really like like they're some of my favorite artists but like taylor maybe, swift going from country to pop to rap oh yeah. but like for example um ed sharon like i love ed sharon like the old ed sharon oh my god i love him so much but like the new songs are like more made for radio or like 21 pilots like same thing like their old music like when i was in like sixth grade i loved it but like now it's like what are you doing or like like car radio yeah like i love like oh, i i really i really like 21 pilots in middle school yeah like i love i love 21 pilots like i went through that phase you know but now <laughs> you were like, a piloter yes you but, used to write you used to write your o's with a little line in, in between huh you know like how I, how I have like the O with like the line in between. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how you write your O's too. Yeah, like there was. I mean, I've like I said, I've loved every single type of music from like, you know, um. But yeah, like J Cole, out of all the nine thousand artists I have, like I think that he's the one that I trust the most. Like I would put money on. Like I would bet that he would never change for other people you know like maybe he changes for himself like maybe you see a really big change that like throws off people like in the future or whatever but I don't think it will ever be for someone else or to please people or for money you know like it's always going to be because that's like he wants to throw out a message and I think that's really like I respect that so much and especially because he has such like a big fan base like not necessarily like you know like mainstream but like a lot of people look up to him and like the fact that he recognizes that and like he takes advantage of that for the good like it's just really cool yeah i think uh mac miller and jake are really two really influential artists i mean mac miller sadly died through uh, he wasn't he od'd but it wasn't his fault he didn't know i mean he, did, actually, like, he said did a horrible drug but he it was laced with like fentanyl i think yeah it was actually laced like it's not his like it wasn't it wasn't his fault but then when you think about it morally like you shouldn't be doing that, that I mean, yeah, but of course like like amy winehouse she was an amazing amazing artist beautiful talented. voice and everything but then she had alcohol poisoning yeah like beautiful person beautiful voice beautiful everything but like the people that should have helped her to get out of the hole that she was in didn't and of course you shouldn't rely completely on other people but like i think it's not always like only their fault because living an artist's life is really hard and i feel like if you don't have the right support support system you're gonna end up not making it past 27 you know yeah the whole 27 club mac Wonder was almost in it too he was 26 yeah, exactly. though so like that's my point you know like yeah of course like you shouldn't get into it but like at the same time like you should like the people around them should have known better and should have kind of like stopped them you know like for, like i keep bringing amy winehouse because i saw like a documentary recently like it was super interesting but like that song of like um uh, they're trying to make me go to rehab but i say no whatever they're like, trying to make me go yeah <laughs> like they just like let it go you know like no like they should have pushed it and they should have like been there for her and like she was going through it you know she was depressed she was really sad and I feel like if she got the help that she needed then, she'd be left there. Been amazing now, and she would have been healthy, and she would have recovered. You know. And what's your that, What's your favorite song from Amy Winehouse? From who? Amy Winehouse. Ooh. Um, I really like Valerie because my sister showed me that song. I like it a lot. Honestly, yeah. I, I mean, I like a lot of them. Um, I think Back to Black, just because like 
the vibes of it. Like I know it's famous or whatever. But Very like, sad though. When you yeah. like, look into the um like that one. I have like two more questions for you. And then right. you're free to leave my my prison. <laughs> no, I've I've enjoyed this. Um this where what's the biggest project we're working on right now? Because um, recently yeah. recently you did a magazine. I saw it. I know I you did a you're like two pages in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I read the thing. It was really cool. Really? Thank I can't, you. but I can't remember what, what it was on it. But like, I read the. It was. It's not a big company. It was on Instagram. And I went to the link, and then you were on it, and I saw Anna Karen Garo. <laughs> yeah, actually, like I'm working in a lot of projects right now. Um, I'm doing actually like our own magazine, like with a lot of um, it's actually like a girls, not girls, but like a lot of my friends. Um. It's all girls, but like we're doing a magazine of art, and you know to like show um, different. Is it the art- same magazine that I saw, or is this just like your own? A different one. Like we're making our own. You know, like that one was like me submitting to like my art to another magazine, but like we're making our own, and like we're stylizing everything, and we're you know starting from zero. So that's really cool. Um, it's gonna come out in like November if you want to check it out. But yeah, definitely, I definitely get you back on in November. Yeah. Like so you can. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oop that and then obviously like you know right now like talking to you that's really cool um I'm doing um I'm starting like a YouTube well I'm helping some friends like start a YouTube channel so I'm gonna like do like the video side of that um because you're also into video like creating videos too right yeah um yeah yeah and then I'm also doing a short film which like I said we're um shooting on Sunday so that's gonna be really cool because it's my first like official one um, and it, it's like this whole like contemporary like like non-linear type of piece super experimental super like you know left for interpretation like you can like take it however you want but it's gonna be and super it's gonna be posted through youtube or through the Dural youtube um no probably through youtube um i'm not sure yet because we we might submit it to like contests and stuff but you'll probably definitely see it um, yeah because don't we have I mean, I'm not saying, do you, is the route still doing the, um, the Halloween thing? What do you mean? Oh, the Fright Night? Fright Night, yeah. Yeah, actually, it's for that. Um, yeah. Oh, so is there any? Okay. Because yeah. I was, because I know it's October and I know all like the TV pro people, they always have something for, for October. Yeah, yeah. We're doing it for Fright Night and it's like basically a festival where you can see like a lot of films and stuff. So yeah, we're submitting it to that. Um, and then apart from that, I'm doing another short film with my best friend um, at the end of the month because she's coming from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're just doing kind of it's something really personal, um, but we will definitely share it. And it's just like, you know, you have a lot of things bro, coming up that and then some collabs like I I just did a photo shoot with one of my friends and it's the first time I got paid. So that was really cool. Yeah, I saw that you posted it on um, mm-hmm. every single account, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah that was super cool and then like i'm doing like other collabs with like other photographers and stuff so yeah it's just like a lot of things going on right now but you know it's like it's a good stress because it's like you know it's like um a lot of progress and a lot of experience and contacts and stuff so even though like you know i have school and i'm in like twenty thousand clubs and i have a lot of homework and i have projects and stuff but like i love it like if if I could do this, it, it feels worth it. Well, from what you're doing, from all the stress yeah, you're putting yeah. on yourself, and like making films and taking pictures and a lot, like I don't mind doing this for the rest of my life, you know. So like, it just even reassures me more that like this. And is I think in college, it you're definitely gonna get a way bigger platform. I mean, I hope I hope that some people from like on the podcast, because I think as I said earlier, I'm really gonna promote this uh, episode because I honestly, so far, this is like my favorite episode. Oh, thank oh. you. <laughs> um you're welcome um that uh i'm gonna put this out like everywhere so that people can understand because i want you to have a bigger platform and stuff because you some of the things you're doing like how you what you just right now you have you're really driven into all these things you know you're gonna do the, the whole friday thing then you have you're doing collabs with people oh and then i'm actually doing an interview too on a journalist for like the project like a project but yeah no but thank you like you too like i really want you to grow too because you know like i think the more you grow like the more that you can also help other people too, you know, so. And yeah. this is kind of a, per- this is not the last question, but I, cause I thought of it right now. The, <laughs> the magazine, it was free submission. Like they didn't, they didn't, they didn't pay you, right? Cause they don't, the magazine was free, right? 
yeah it was free um most of the stuff that i've done is for free i recently just started charging um for my pictures which is like because i just want to take it seriously you know like i don't want it to just be a hobby like of course enjoy it but like i want to do this and like if i'm going to do this for the rest of my life like you should start now so that later on like you can yeah it's not too late to get into yeah like that helps me grow you know like the more the more money i get from it it's not to like oh money you know it's like to buy it's more to increase food. your platform and then have better equipment so that everything yeah. this whole, the whole quality of life you know yeah the better quality i have and the more things i can do so it's like more in that sense which is also why i'm charging people now but i think like also like it's hours of work you know so like i just kind of like i need to like start growing and i need to make it something like bigger so yeah that's kind of like where i'm at right now um hopefully you know it'll keep growing I went from like I think 200 to like 500 something followers and like on anesthetic yeah because I started texting people and I was like hey check out my account check out my account like individually um because obviously people just skip through stories if you like shout it out you know so I was just kind of like hey 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 like it might have been a little annoying but like I need to like yeah that's one that's one uh one thing I want to do but I'm very like uh like I'm not confident in that area because I'm not I'm not gonna like that's why I want like that's why I was waiting for like a, an episode like this because like the first two I was talking about because I I watch um anime and mm-hmm. that's like a very found upon thing and yeah. and and that's why I also wanted to do more story because that's why I generally that's what I want to do I want to do a, a story podcast mm-hmm. where you know people tell their stories or then or like and other podcasts would just talk shit you know How, yeah. like, so like so like people watch this first episode about you know your story. And then if we ever do another one, I talk about, you know, your magazine is coming up. And then there we talk, like, shit. So, like, you know, I, that's what I really want to do. And I think it's fun. Um, another question before I, um, before I ask the last question. Okay, my bad. The magazine you're making, can you share what the name is? Uh, yes, it's called Feline Eyes. And actually, I'm doing it with, like, I think it's, like, 14 girls. Um, they all go to our school and you know they're all in like performing arts or like some type of art so it's really cool to have like that community of like people and especially like girls because you know like you would have never seen that um probably like 20 years ago like we're we're learning about it right now actually that like journalists were really like brought down um like women journalists so I think that's really cool so yeah it's called feline eyes um and it's just kind of to like show people's art and it's obviously not a girls magazine like it's just kind of made by girls but like for everyone um yeah. and it's no, gonna, I you. yeah and it's gonna be really really cool and we're gonna like you know we have a spotify account we have a pinterest account tiktok instagram and um, through through spotify you're gonna do a podcast uh we're thinking about it but i think we're gonna wait a little bit um but we're, for now we're just doing like you know playlists that kind of go with like like the first issue a little sneak peek is going to be um identity yeah so it's just kind of like you know songs that represent that and then like pinterest like it's going to be like the whole picture because in pinterest you have like like the collection of pictures right i've never used it before yeah yeah and then like a website and instagram you know so like we're trying to like make it as big as possible to like share our art and share other people's art and just kind of create a really cool community um so yeah that's that's yeah how many followers does the account have right now? Um, well, we're just starting. We actually had a meeting today, so we haven't really, you know, advertised it that much yet. Um, we're kind of planning everything right now. We're like in the pre-production stage, and then we're gonna announce it around like November. So that's good, man. I I'm extremely happy for you. Like I said before, uh, definitely I want to have multiple projects too. Right now, I'm focusing on the podcast right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think later on, I want to get into streaming games and recording, but it's going to take me a while. And then from there, I wanted to do a more personal, like as in podcast, not podcast, because uh, I'm already doing that, um, like vlog kind of thing. And that was, I think that's what I told you at, at first. Uh, that's like, yeah, because yeah. I, 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 I usually speak to you about the, the ideas of, about this, because I know that you, because you've done it before and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um the i wanted to do a vlog thing but then in reality i don't and then i also want to do a thing like like in like listening to music and getting opinion on it but i just don't know how that's gonna work out that's like, so cool actually like kind yeah, of like, like, i watch a lot of people that do that and i i love it too i mean i'm not really 
I don't know what like, the words to say when I'm listening to a song. Like, oh, it's pretty cool. I'm not gonna say it like like that. I'm trying yeah. to go into detail. I think you should definitely do that. Like, I think you're like even from the conversations that we've had like now and like even before. Like, I think that that would be a really cool idea because you really know how to like dig deeper than just like what's there. Um. So yeah, like definitely like analyzing a song. You know, like as as like weird as it sounds like it's like basically like annotating it you know like you're like going like step by step and like trying to see into the artist's mind and what they meant when they wrote that and like what it means and like how you interpret it and I think that's really cool and like a lot of people would be interested in it especially because like you have really good music taste um I try <laughs> yeah so like I think you should definitely do that um but I'm really happy for you with that yeah so I want to do multiple projects you know I'm you know so I'm happy for you. Thank you for coming on. I, the last question, I was just joking. I didn't know what to ask. It's okay. So thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, I want, hopefully I can have you again. Yes. So and, and hopefully in November. So you can you know, shout out your whole, the, the Fiend Eyes. Yes. I, I hope I didn't butcher that. I, I, I kind of <laughs> forgot what it was called. It was Fiend Eyes Magazine. Uh, all your other collabs are coming up soon. Uh, hopefully they all, they all go good. Nothing backfires. So, anything you want to say? Like, your your socials, again? Um, yeah, I mean, it's just anesthetic. It's Anna, like, with one N. And then, like, aesthetic. Like, I mean, I don't know if you can, like, I'll put, it, I'll put it in the description. I'll put yeah, it in the description. It's kind of, like, hard to pronounce. Um, but, yeah, that. And, honestly, like, I'm starting, I'm trying to start, like, a TikTok just because, like, I know that that's what gets to most people. I personally don't use it that much, but um and then you know like a website and all that so that's coming um but for now just instagram and you know like i'm gonna try to post all my recent work and you know like that's all the updates and all that so yeah thank you for having me and thank you to whoever's listening for listening um right. so yeah You're welcome dude uh nice having you once again uh hopefully we do this again thank yes. you guys for watching this episode uh this episode was of anna cutting garo and- <laughs> And have a good day, guys. Thank you.